Welcome back, guys. Welcome back, Mike. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah. I missed you last week. Exactly. You know, it, that's fall for us, right? It really is. It just goes nuts, and sometimes we can mm-hmm. connect and we can't. But got to say, one of my favorite live shots of all time was you last week at your alma mater, oh, Cascade man. High School. <laughs> Broke out the letterman's Home jacket. of the Bruins. Yeah, guys had to get up there, and they, they had you doing Husky stuff last week because of the big game with Oregon. Yeah. So... I mean, it was for good reason, but I'm, I'm glad to be back in the saddle again with our, yeah. our podcast. It's fun to be back. Because yeah, it's really like the only time of the week we talk. Honestly. Other than an occasional phone call or text message. Yeah. You know, because your days are not my days off, and so it's it gets a little crazy. Yeah, just to paint the visual. Like, we're in this tightly kind of knit in the newsroom, and right. we're, we're not even in the newsroom. We're kind of tucked away yeah. uh, down the hallway from the newsroom, but, I mean, we rarely see each other. So I know. Like, the space bizarre. feels big, because we're yeah. never here together. Usually, it's like a very lonely <laughs> place at night. It, it, I tell Mary and I'm like, you're going to have to come check on me one night. I'll be back here <laughs> dead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> I hope not, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> well, in case you haven't uh, noticed or not, this is another episode of Femi and Ferrari. I'm not even sure what number podcast this is. Maybe four or five or five ish we're going five six range yeah Yeah. Yeah, the the, the weeks kind of started to kind of roll together here yeah you know you mentioned how we didn't do it last friday and i totally forgot until you brought it up what i was even doing on friday (laughs) i felt bad they they had you running you were doing a lot of stuff yeah the the little husky uh little husky making that overtime game and hey (laughs) (laughs) we we, we love a little bit of ot Everybody does, yeah. But it should be a an interesting weekend of uh, Seattle sports that we got going yeah. on here. You know, obviously we always start with the Seahawks, and how could you not? You know, it's they're going down to Atlanta. It'll be Paul and I making the trip. My first trip to Atlanta. I've never been before. Right. Obviously, we've spoke many a times about the Waffle House. Right. What else is there to see in Atlanta? Um, there's a place there called the Varsity, which is downtown. And they have awesome milkshakes. Really? And it's kind of an iconic place. Okay. The Varsity is right in downtown Atlanta. Okay. Um, they do have the College Football Hall of Fame there. That's which right. Is pretty cool. That is right. Yeah. They have uh, the what the, the the church where Martin Luther King gave one of his speeches. It's a big civil rights type of museum type thing. Okay. The Huskies went to that during the bowl game. We were down there for the Peach Bowl. That's pretty yeah. cool. Um, and the new stadium is fantastic. It the looks Mercedes really nice. Stadium. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, much nicer than the Georgia Dome. That place was cursed for me personally. <laughs> like, I've only covered losses there, so I was glad to see it go. I mean, all the way down to the weekend before the darn place was, you know, Four torn cl- down yeah. because it was Seahawks after the Huskies lost the Peach Bowl. Yeah. Was, it was in Atlanta. And yeah, so it, it, it's okay. Huge airport. Gigantic. I mean, yeah. it's 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 just huge. And you're like going Delta, so yeah, yeah, so you'll get your exercise. Won't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for the airport. Yeah. That's actually the part I'm looking forward to the most. <laughs> Should be cool. I just hope they get a win. Yeah, know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, last week, boy, Lamar Jackson just came through here and wow. and ran away with the victory, figuratively mm-hmm. and literally. <laughs> yeah, uh, Deshaun Watson came in with the Texans like three years ago. Yeah, that was the last time I was like, whoa, that dude can play. After watching Lamar Jackson, I was like. Whoa, and that's uh, what a lot of the Seahawks guys said in the locker room. And yeah. he, he's just he's just a different level. And I was I, I think of I, I thought though of RG three, the times that he you know he was running when he got in the league. I don't oh, know man. if you remember that one time. I forgot who hit him, but when he slid slid feet first, and the guy came across. Um, it wasn't Jonathan Vilma. It was someone like who was really good like that. Mm-hmm. Came across and just belt him like right in the helmet yeah. and you know how I, I hope he's safe because uh, he's exciting to watch but that's a brutal game to keep doing but but no one can catch him 
That's the thing. So <laughs> just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was watching some of the post game sound you guys uh, were able to get after the game, and yeah. the guys didn't even they didn't even look angry about the loss. They were just like. Wow. I mean, what would you suggest that we do with him? You yeah. know, it was like, they were almost like, they were just like, just befuddled. That yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, we tried our best and, you know, that guy is, is really fast. It's like trying to slow down the Flash <laughs> or some superhero or something. Like, he had <laughs> yeah. some sort of ability that no one else on the field had and that was pretty clear. But, yeah, and I've also never had really a locker room where the guys were like, whoa, yeah, that guy, he's something else. I mean, you heard the sound. <laughs> yeah. And he was like the main subject of conversation. Yeah. So the losing locker room isn't like, oh, what went wrong today? Everybody knew what went wrong. And, they said, we and just, everybody we talked about him. Yeah, nothing we can do about it. Quentin Jefferson yeah. was laughing. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, did they win or did they lose? Right. What happened? Yeah, just get him out of town. We don't have to see him again. Thank God we're not in their Ex- division. Exactly. You know? Maybe maybe a Super Bowl matchup. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, that's that's, getting, oh my a little, gosh, that's huh? a, <laughs> getting a little out in front of ourselves here. Yeah. But uh, yeah. you know, the, the Ravens look as... They look pretty good. They do. Surprising. Both teams 5-2. and two. Yeah, so you mentioned Seahawks 5-2 and two now going down to Atlanta to face the Falcons team 1-6. and six. Surprising. But yeah. that didn't stop the Seahawks, though, from trying to bolster the roster, trading for Quandre Diggs earlier this week. I yeah. mean, expect him to kind of help out in this secondary and maybe provide some versatility and, you know, a little bit of experience on the back end. Yeah, I, I think a couple things you, you saw was, well, Bradley not on the field, McDougald, and how – you know, are they going to get to Atlanta after him sitting on a five-hour flight and then wake up on Sunday morning and his back can't go? Yeah. So, you know, Tedrick Thompson made some great plays. In the game you covered in Cleveland, I mean, he was fantastic. Yeah. How about the play against the Rams right. the, the week before? Yeah. I mean, so he had a good little run, but, you know, it's always – I think it. you can look at it as in sales or in sports. You know, a guy goes three for three with two home runs one night before, and they're cheering him. He goes 0 for three the next night with two runners in scoring position. They lose a one-run game and people yeah. are booing him, it's always, what have you done for me lately? And the worst thing about that Tedrick Thompson play when the guy got behind him, it was, I mean, it was it was as much in front of Pete Carroll as any play probably <laughs> could be. You know, he was just probably about to explode, and that just gets on him. Because that, that, that's just the way they play defense, keep everybody in front. That's why they give up so much stuff underneath. But I think that, I, I, don't, I don't think they're totally sold on Tedrick all the time. Yeah, and I don't see how you could be mm-hmm. unless you were maybe I mean a family member, friend, right, or so. And not to you know not to throw yeah. dirt on Tedrick Thompson, right. but just the play has been so up and down, up and and, down. and that tends to be the case with a lot of young players mm-hmm. in the league. You know, like we always think of guys they come in as rookies and then they just get better and better and better until they end up plateauing. It's like oftentimes it's they get better, and then they kind of dip a little bit, and yeah. then they get better and they dip a little bit. It's it's you know it's not a kind of just a linear path that mm-hmm. players go on in terms of their progression, but. You know, it's as being a young guy, maybe another voice in the locker room can right. you know help carry things along. Because Diggs, the, the cool thing about him is that he mentioned he can play safety, he can do corner, played a little bit return of linebacker yep. in Detroit, return kicks and stuff like that. And he, he's kind of a Swiss Army knife, mm-hmm. which the secondary seems like they're lacking as of right now. Yeah, and w- what a testament to him as a, just a person that how in shock his teammates were. Yes, that is a big were, thing, you know. Uh, that means a lot. I mean, because the, the locker room guys who hold things together. Um, he had offensive guys that even made comments that he, he was he was leaving. So you need that you need that veteran that voice back there. And if Bradley was that guy, if he's not on the field, then you need someone else to be that older guy to make, keep guys in line. And so yeah, I, I imagine the culture is just going to come in here and be a lot different. I mean, mm-hmm. He's a defensive backs coach to begin with. Yeah. And so uh, you got someone really looking out for you that knows you can make an impact. They traded for him. We, we love you, buddy. Come on in and do yeah. what you can. I, I look forward to seeing him play. Yeah, I think that was really what 
kind of stood out to me when the trade was made was just seeing so many Detroit Lions defenders, you know, like Snacks Harrison, mm-hmm. Darius Slay, a fellow guy who's in the defensive back room with him. Those guys were like, angry on social right. media and not being afraid to voice that, you mm-hmm. know. And usually guys try to keep things in and they might be angry, but they don't want to say anything because they don't want to create a stir. But those guys were like, oh, like, what are we doing? Why are we sending right. him away? And then you look at Detroit, it's not like they're 0-7 or anything like that. They're kind of middling around. Yeah. It's still in contention. Being you know? a typical Detroit team. Yeah, being a typical yeah. Detroit team, you know. There's highs and lows, you know. But those guys seem visibly upset right. that Diggs is now with the Seahawks. And that's usually one of the indicators that I always look for. Usually from fans is, oh, are fans upset that they're letting this player go or that this player is being traded? That's how you know, okay, I think we're yeah. getting a good player. There is some but, funny fan stuff out there. Ex- out yeah. There. We think it's funny, but But yeah, when you see the reaction of the team that the player just left of, why are we letting this person go? I feel like you should feel good about that as a Seahawks fan. Yeah. Like, okay, we're getting a good guy here, someone that should help out this defense. Right. And he signed through next season, too. So, yeah, 26 years old, yeah. r- really in the prime of his career. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, I mean, I don't know if he, he might be an ascending player still. A lot of guys tend to play in the you know, 30s you know, a little bit. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's the guy who's ready-made, which yeah. is what you want. You know, Obviously, draft picks are valuable, but they gave up a day three pick, that mm-hmm. fifth-round draft pick. And if you can get a ready-made guy who's been to a couple Pro Bowls, why not? And they traded the pick they got for Nick Vanette. So they, so they still traded Nick yeah. Vanette for a defensive back, and Vanette's going to be up contractually, and they get this guy for another year. I do that all day. Yeah. I mean, Josh Schneider <laughs> works his magic all the time. So, I, on the trade front, though, I mean, tell me what you think. I just find it interesting how little they've used Rashad Penny. And he was suited up and ready to go last week. Yeah. I'm just, you know, throw, throw some uh, lighter fluid on a fire that's burning in Mike's brain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, R- Rashad Penny. Keep him healthy because you are looking to deal him? Possibly. I mean, O.J. <laughs> Howard, the Buccaneers want to run it back. Tampa Bay said they're not going to do that. But, you know, I, I just I had that thought. I'm like, because I saw him last week ready to go. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. he's good to go. Saw him during warm-ups. Yeah, it just doesn't play. Yeah. And pro size rattled off, what, 17, 22-yard run. Yeah. He really didn't do much. I mean, they're beating that, yeah. up Chris Carson. Yeah. I mean, you might want to get a different back. Just once or maybe third down. And that's what Mike Davis was last year. Yeah. Mike Davis like pounded the defense. He loosened things up for Chris, and now now Chris is that guy. So then, who's the Mike Davis, or who's the Chris? Carson? Who's the Chris Carson now? Right. <laughs> it's anyways. It, it's the Rashad Penny thing. Is that is a that, that could be a podcast in itself, right? <laughs> because when the pick was made, a lot of eyebrows were raised. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a highly productive player out at San Diego State, and you know had some talent. But then one of the things that everybody said was. Well, the pass blocking is not good. Right. You know, he didn't catch many balls out of the backfield at San Diego State. They usually just handed the ball off to him. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they did it because they had a lot of success handing the right. ball off to him. But at no point has he looked like a first-round pick since right. he's been on the team. And they that's the guy with the Browns ahead of him, right? Yeah, it's it's really – yeah, it was yeah. – uh, Nick Chubb was Nick on Chubb. The, he was available right. and everything. And I think I think Penny might have been right after Sony Michelle or Sony Michelle might have been before Penny. Right. I'm not sure. So at least they could maybe figure but, it out. But, there. yeah, but, but, but Nick Chubb, though, <laughs> yeah. like the guy that – like he's his, 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 He ran for him. over 100 yards against the Seahawks, and yeah. he's one of the leading rushers in the NFL – he was picked in the second round. They could have had him, and they took Penny. And sometimes you miss in the draft, and yeah. you know sometimes you hit, sometimes you miss. That's just kind of the draft is kind of a crapshoot. But that's sometimes you, you just hope that your first round picks you can hit on because I right. mean it's not being talked about a lot, and I'm not sure as to why. But you know your first round pick from last year, he 
he's just not even playing. Right. Like, he's imagine if you had drafted a defender or maybe an offensive lineman an or something. Guy. You something want the first to, round yeah, to be you, an impact. That first-round player is supposed to be, at right worst, away. a starter. Mm-hmm. You know, you hope they're a pro bowler or an all-pro, but at worst, you're, you're getting a starter. Mm-hmm. And Penny can't even get on the field. Yep, and the deadline is Tuesday. So we'll see how much he plays tick this tock, weekend. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Yeah, we, we shall see. Because, you know, you get <laughs> – if if Brown plays and you get Fant back doing his tight end, mm-hmm. as Pete said, no one blocks like George. Agreed. Yep. Get him back. Maybe that loosens up the tight ends to especially Luke to go out and maybe make some of those catches on yeah. on third and long. Because that's more you know? of his. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's he, what he does. He's not he's, really. He's yeah. a better blocker. I mean, he kind um, of of the tight ends we've had, and I think. The one, the worst of all of them was well, Jimmy, Jimmy Graham, Graham right? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's and gonna so, look like a good blocker compared to Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, Graham. so Luke actually will do it. He's do, he does what yeah. people ask him. You just need a willing so, blocker yeah. as a tight end. You don't have to be a great blocker, be a willing right. blocker. But Some George is ready to do that. So we'll see. yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. They're taking on a Falcons team that who knows who their quarterback will be come Sunday. Right. We just saw the practice Shop, report right? came out, and Matt Ryan. They said he practiced today, but who knows how much. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is listed as questionable. I mean, I saw the injury when it happened. It looked like a high ankle sprain That's to me. That's what I read, yeah. And I don't see how you can come from that back from that in a week. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, obviously he's going to try to give it a go. He'd obviously love to kind of fight for his head coach, who we'll get to in just a bit. Right. He's kind of on the thinnest of ice as of right now. Um, but it's if it's not Matt Ryan, it'll be 38-year-old Matt Schaub, mm-hmm. who I can't remember the last time he started an NFL football game, but it's been at least a couple years. To be honest, I don't track the Atlanta Falcons that closely just because <laughs> yeah. Matt Ryan rarely gets hurt yeah. in his career. Yeah. I had no 2009. idea Schaub was even still playing. <laughs> <laughs> this is you are not alone. You know what I mean? You're not alone. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, we'll, this see. Is, we'll see. They said Matt Ryan, he has not missed a start since 2009. Yeah. So, you know, he's been one of the guys who's durable, healthy. You know, Russ obviously has kind of mm-hmm. been the poster boy for that since he's entered the NFL. Uh, Philip Rivers, another guy that's kind of never right. missed games. But, uh, yeah, it's if it's Matt Schaub, I mean, that's another, another backup quarterback you're facing. You've already faced Mason Rudolph for a half. I mean, mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, who's kind of a pseudo backup, but, you know, yeah. he looks really good. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and Rick Green's coming back. Yeah. Like, it's, well, Teddy said so Drew can get hurt because they had a good point. Yeah. Drew come back this week, and then they have the bye week. Yeah. I mean, he could essentially buy himself two more, three more weeks. I feel like that would be the, the smart player for New Orleans. Yeah. I'm sure Drew is chomping at the bit to get back as we get into Saints discussion here. You know, we, we, we go where, where we want to go, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, my guess is that Teddy Bridgewater plays this week, and then we see yeah. Breeze after the It's the right thing to do, Mr. Payton. Exactly. Don't rush yeah. it out there. I'm sure it's Breeze that wants to rush out there. He's right. like, hey, guys, I'm still here. Yeah. Don't <laughs> you know? forget about me. Don't forget about me. So. But, uh, yeah, Matt Ryan, we'll see if he can go. If he can't go, obviously, that's advantageous for the Seahawks. You never yeah. want to see guys get hurt, but in the NFL – Nobody really feels sorry for you if you're missing your starting quarterback, nope. if you're missing your left tackle or your your corner. Nobody because everybody deals with it. Everybody's dealing with mm-hmm. it, so it's just your turn now to deal with it. So yeah, we'll see what happens there. Um, I think yeah, Seahawks are a touchdown favorite as of right now. Right. But we'll get to that also. Ten a.m. game in a little bit. Ten a.m. kickoff. It is uh, over on Fox. And Dan Quinn, do you think that this is his last game as Atlanta Falcons head coach? Well, Blank said he's not going to fire him. Said he wasn't going to make a move. But Owners say a lot. People get lot. You don't believe anybody. It's <laughs> exactly. all smoke and mirrors. Owners say a lot. Um, you know, he, he got him to the Super Bowl, and they failed miserably. It kind of like a, a Seahawk-esque 
loss. Yeah. That one might be, that worse. Might, it might even be worse. Worse. Honestly. And I think the paper had something out today. That, but Quinn and Pete kind of handled it differently. They kind of crumbled. But it's really hard to hold things together after a Super Bowl win. Yeah. People want your players. The offseason is not as long. Guys' egos get bigger. We saw that here mm-hmm. in Seattle. Uh, just maintaining the locker room. You know, Pete was, has been able to kind of navigate that. Um, Quinn's a really cool guy. He's one of the nicest coaches and guys that's really soft-spoken um, and, a, and, a, and a pretty good coach. But it's just interesting, some of these guys who become coordinators, do they stay? Can they catch? You know, most guys, I guess, are coordinators before they become head yeah. coaches. Um, but I... <clears throat> Cause don't, do they have a bye week after this? They do. Yeah. Which is the usual. Because if they're going to do something, it's, they will have he, to be he is, he has reached kind of the yeah. mid-season firing hot spot here. Yeah. And then I don't even know who's on that staff. They don't obviously don't have Bill Callahan. They, ha- they have a f- <laughs> Yeah, they do not. They have a few interim guys, I believe. Right. Some guys who have had head coaching experience um, prior I know Dirk Cutter. He was just the Buccaneers right. coach last year. Yep. He's the offensive coordinator now. Um, so maybe a guy like him could just step in as an interim on an interim basis. Yeah, and, and just kind of change it up a little bit but, if the players don't feel like. I mean, yeah. I don't think he's a coach that would desert guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just, if if it's just not getting it done, then the tough part is is that Quinn has fired the offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and the special teams coordinator, and now the problems still exist. If not. They're even worse. There's no one else to get rid of. No one else to get rid of, yeah. except for him now, essentially. And you're one in six, and you know sometimes the ball early on in the season didn't really bounce their way. Or, mm-hmm. But I mean, just like the defense, he's he is the defensive coordinator, and the defense is giving up the second most points per game, other than the Miami Dolphins, who are barely even trotting out an NFL football right. team. And they play Monday night. They play Monday, Monday night. Monday nights have stunk. <laughs> it's a, you got to close your nose when you watch the that Dolph- one. Man. Dolphins and Steelers and Pittsburgh. <laughs> Steelers coming off a bye with Gross. with Mason Rudolph leading the way yeah. against the Fitzpatrick. And it is in Pittsburgh, Dolphins. right? It's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's going to be extra grainy on television. Oh, God. Anyway, I got sidetracked. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Get that so, out of your head. <laughs> but you know, I blame for Dan Quinn's problems. Who is that? Steve Sarkeesian. Remember, he was going to be his offensive coordinator. He was. Sark- yeah. Not. Just kidding. He's doing wonderful <laughs> at Alabama. Yeah, Sarkeesian has a yeah. nice life with Tua. What, what, yeah, what 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 path could it have been on if Sark went there? Who knows? Yeah, you never know. It's 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 the because he's an Alabama player in the NFL. But, you know. <laughs> oh, well, there's Julio Jones is an yeah. Alabama player. Yeah. Calvin Ridley is a well. whole team. But yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we would love yeah. to take that kind of uh, yeah. kind of talent there. But yeah, it's a uh, Pete Carroll talked a little bit about it. Said that this. Because Dan's obviously on the hot seat, like, hey, that doesn't affect our preparation, nor sure. should it, and stuff like that. You know, we're going to keep going about it as we do. And you know, Russell talked about him a little bit, saying he's a great guy. You know, got to know him a little right. bit, obviously, in the first uh, couple years that he was here. Because um, they had but, a stretch, they had Gus Bradley, and yeah, then they had Dan, Dan Quinn. Quinn yeah. Two guys that went to be head coaches, and two guys that may end up not being head coaches. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and Quinn, he, he has to look back and look at a favorable tenure, you know, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, they went to a Super Bowl. They were uh, just a consistent playoff team this year and last year. Last year was derailed by a lot of defensive injuries. This year just kind of got off the rails. But outside of these two years, though, it's been a pretty good success yeah. for the Falcons. But, yeah, just there's always going to be that what could have been if we had closed out that Super Bowl against the Patriots. Yeah, they, they probably would have brought in their fan base – the passion of their fan base because I, yeah. I was thinking I'm curious to see when you come back the number one thing down there is Georgia Bulldog football yep 
so the pro team is second fiddle, secondary to which is opposite the here college team, right? Yeah, it's bizarre. And so, I maybe if if that was the only thing going on, he may have lost his job like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, how many people are paying attention to the Falcons? So I, it's funny you mentioned that because I just heard recently I forgot where I was listening, but they said the reason why the Falcons have the red, black, and white color scheme is because of Georgia football. Because of the Bulldogs. It's that they wanted That's to wild. make like it was almost like a pro version of it. And it's like, hey, like, how do we get people in this college football yeah. crazy town to love pro football? Well, let's dress it up kind of like Georgia football. Yeah. And that's it's exactly the same. And like the back in the day, the Falcons used their primary color was a red top. Right. And like in the 80s. Barkowski and stuff. Yeah, and yeah like those that. guys. Yeah. It's, uh, that's why they uh, have that color scheme the same as the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. Hour are, 15 or so from Athens. There we go. Yeah. It's a, it's a fertile recruiting ground, that Atlanta. A lot yeah, of talent there. Yeah. Definitely. As, as we dive into that for yeah. some reason, I'm not sure as to why. We're just doing the geographic <laughs> we, we really podcast. are. We're kind of just moving all yeah, over. Fertile there. recruiting ground. It's yeah. Washington with some of the talent that we have here in high school football. Yeah. Uh, but how about we do another week of. Uh, Femi and Ferrari's football oh, favorites picks. or yeah. flops. To recap, two weeks ago, yeah. How did you, I do? you kicked my tail. Did I? To be honest, yeah. You know, I I found this note sheet was, unfortunately in my backpack. I was, I was actually mowing my lawn today, picking up leaves, and I thought, <laughs> I wonder how I did in the picks. You know, uh, yeah, it, I unfortunately found this piece of paper in my backpack. But I remember the Seahawks Browns game. Browns were two point underdogs. Right. You took the Seahawks. I took the Browns. Seahawks obviously won that one. Uh, by four, I believe. Was it by four? Yeah, thirty four thirty. Was that? Yeah, it's so thirty. Yeah, something. Yeah. they covered. Right. So you won that one. Uh, Redskins. We were both on the Redskins. Right. We both lost Got that the one. First one at Miami. Yes. Right? Yeah. We we both lost that. We we had it all the way up until the Dolphins decided to act like they were an actual team. Right. Uh, Redskins still won the game though. Eagles Vikings. I believe you took the Vikings yeah, in that one. That was when they started to make the little. Turn. I took the Eagles. Unfortunately, Vikings won by eighteen. Eagles are combusting. They really are. It's it's fun to see as a Cowboy fan, but yeah, that's sure. neither here nor there. Yeah. Saints Jaguars last or two weeks ago, you took the Saints. They were one point underdog. I took the Jags because I was believing in the stash. Mm-hmm. You won out they on only, that one. They only got like what six points, right? Exactly. Yep. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I, I noticed that one. I was like, oh, Fenry picked that one. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. not ideal. And then Bengals Ravens, the one that I said that it's stinking out loud. We won it. Backdoor cover. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bengals, Ravens. A 12-point underdog. But I said, hey, 12 points is too much in a divisional game, and how about that? You're right. You're right. So, Definitely. All right, what we got today? So on this yeah. week's slate, as we uh, turn the corner here, I'm going to try to actually uh, get some victories here. Uh, here are some games that I thought would be interesting. I haven't picked either side of which of that, that I'm on. Um, we got about six of them. First one, we'll go with Seahawks-Falcons. I mentioned it earlier. Seahawks, a seven-point favorite. On the road. They win, they cover. I think so as well. Yes. I'll be pretty surprised if they do not cover. Obviously, football, weird things happen, but it's trending toward Matt Schaub being the quarterback, and yeah. I just think the Falcons team, it is it is their last hurrah, so, I mean, we have to guard against that. Yeah, and you he's know, trending toward an AARP card. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it, it's, you know, we'll see if they kind of try to win one for the Gipper here, but... Uh, yeah. But I think the Seahawks cover that one. Another one of interest, I figure we picked this game since it's your beloved uh, gang green. Uh, The Jets at the Jaguars. Jaguars, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Jets obviously didn't have the greatest of showing on Monday Night Football. They beat my Cowboys, but we don't have to talk about that. Um, But (laughs) what do you you think about that? How are you feeling about that one? Jets, Jaguars, six-and-a-half is our spread. Do the Jaguars have any ghost on their team? (laughs) 
Are they going to be the Caspers? <laughs> I, I think it's just Belichick. This is closer been... <laughs> to Halloween. Belichick's been ghosting around that AFC East yeah. for a while. So. Now is that in Jacksonville? It's in Jacksonville. And what's the spread? Six and a half. Oh, Jags covered. You think Jags covered? Wow. Jags covered and win. I'm 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 backing your Jets. I hate I'm Adam backing Gase. your Jets. It's like the worst coach ever. <laughs> yeah, he's got. I the, wish I could. Wandering eyes. I wish I could. I. Did I tell you about that quote I saw? Like, on the, I'm 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 part of this million Jets fan thing. I don't and, know if you, and maybe, this one maybe guy you put on there. He goes, "Before I, <laughs> oh, <laughs> he <no>. goes, <laughs> when I die, I want the Jets coaching staff to lower my casket into the ground so they can let me down one more time." <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. is a New York Jets yeah. fan. <laughs> There we go. That sums it up. Yeah. I'm backing your Jets. You oh, know why? God. Because I don't think the Jaguars are good enough to be six and a half point favorites against anyone not named the Miami Dolphins yeah. or Cincinnati Bengals. I'm gonna watch that game. Instantly. So, so yeah. I, I, I think I think your Jets uh, keep it close. Hey, they might even win. Who knows? I just don't think the Jets are as bad as they looked Monday. I think New England's making everybody look pretty crappy. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I'm just more so just saying it's myself. Paul, our photographer, like at the Seahawks <laughs> game, he goes, you know, I think your Jets might might get one tomorrow. I night. thought they would he too. Goes, I think you know they're ready. New England's ready to get beat. So I like I told him, I'm like, thank you for giving me hope for like 18 hours, and then boosh, <laughs> five minutes into the reality. game, it's like, oh, this is over. Nothing. <laughs> Tom Brady. Part of me is just talking myself into the Jets being as good a team, so that the Cowboys losing to them doesn't feel as bad as it did in the moment. Four words for you on that. Been there, done that. It, it, it happens sometimes, <laughs> you know. I think we got Kevin walking in here on the pod here. What's going on, Kevin? Sorry, <laughs> Do you want to make Ke- a pick? Kevin Ramsey. Well, yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah, let Kevin yeah, make yeah, our celebrity yeah, pick. Picks against the spread. Kevin Beatty, our, our six o'clock producer. London action: Bengals oh. and Rams. Rams oh. twelve and a half point favorites. What do you think, Kev? What do you think, Kev? The Bengals stink. They're going down yeah. like a bad fish and chips. <laughs> there you go. It, it's, it goes on with the theme of yeah. of the UK. That's fantastic. The Rams cover? Sure. I Boom. Agree. No there. anarchy in the UK this weekend. No, not at all. Boris isn't going to be there. <laughs> Boris isn't going to be there. <laughs> I hope the people at home understood that joke, because if you did, you're probably joke. laughing out and crying Exit. right now. <laughs> Seahawks, 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 Rock and roll. There we go. That's how we roll. (laughs) That's how we roll, man. People just walking in and out on the pod, but we love it, though. It kind of goes with the flavor. We are a workplace environment podcast. Exactly. But uh, I I think I'm on the Rams. I don't want to go back to the Bengals well. I think we snuck out with a victory two weeks ago with that 12-point spread. I think this 12-and-a-half. Yeah. While you're ahead with the Bengals. Exactly. Yeah, we'll we'll just go out and uh, get get out while we're ahead, and we'll we'll back the Rams there. Uh, Another one, Cardinals-Saints. Saints, Saints 10-and-a-half-point favorites at home. We mentioned it. Drew Brees may, may not play. Who knows? Uh, Regardless, though, they've been rolling New Orleans. Uh, But the Cardinals, though, winners of three straight. And Kyler Murray is looking pretty good. Not convinced. Cardinals lose. Saints cover. Saints cover. Okay. <laughs> I'm back in the Cardinals. I knew you might. Because that I'm 10 and a half is interesting. That 10 and a half is very interesting. I think I might win that by the hook right there. Yeah. You know, uh, Kyler Murray on that fast surface. You know, I mean, obviously, this is probably going to be the best defense he's gone up against. But, you know, he, he it's fast surface. Kid's fast. And mm. he can really throw it. And the Cardinal running game, too, is starting to kind of get something going there on the ground. We'll see what happens. Uh, an they, afternoon They just game. signed Alfred Morris. Did they really? The Cardinals. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was on the Cowboys awesome for a few years. Yeah. The, he, the, his rookie games. year yeah. with the Redskins, he was yeah. really good. Yeah, he was on the yeah. Cowboys for the past uh, few years. Some small school in Florida. Yes, I think it was the FAU. I think it might have been, been yeah. Florida Atlantic. Yeah, I think yeah. it was FAU. Yeah. 
But uh, Panthers and 49ers, one of the key matchups yeah, here. This I, is, I saw that this morning. They're talking about ESPN. Game, I'm going to take the Panthers. You, you, I think I'm riding with you. Yeah. The 49ers are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. We both like Carolina. I think 49ers probably win the game, but it feels like this is a field goal game either way. Yeah, I you think know. Panthers win. You think Panthers win yeah. outright? Oh, look at Sometimes you. you gotta, just, there's something about that one I look at. It's, it's kind of... It, it, it is going to be just a slobber knocker. Yeah. I hate that phrase, but I'm going to use it. Yeah. It's both teams, but some of the better defenses you'll see in the NFL, and that should be a fun game. I dislike the 49ers immensely. <laughs> Except for well, George Kittle. Well, you're going to go. Guy. Yeah, there, there you go. He's probably yeah. best tight end in football. Yeah. That guy is a. Worst, best tight end, worst haircut. <laughs> yeah, it's a little interesting. Yeah. It is. Google George Kittle if you don't know what he looks yeah. like. Yeah. He didn't have that in college. The yeah. Bay Area got to him. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, our, our last game is Browns at Patriots. Patriots, 12-point favorites in Foxborough. Browns coming off the bye week, too. Coming off the bye. Uh, teams coming off the bye, they tend to fare well when they're on the road. You know, you get that extra rest and kind of yeah. refocus. Patriots coming off a short week. They played on Monday. So, the rest advantage is leaning toward the Browns. Mm. But what happens on the field? See, man against boy. Brady against Baker. Pat's covered. They're going to be two touchdown winners. I think that's. Yeah, that I think it kind of trends yeah. towards that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the 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 Patriots and and this is it's a, this is a great spot for the Browns, but yeah, when you're going up against a team like the Patriots, it doesn't matter if it's a great spot or not. You're you're probably going down. Yeah, and uh, I think I'm, I'm back in New England on that one. Well, well, it's I hate laying twelve points, mm-hmm. especially against a team that seems. I mean, they're talented, right? But that defense. I mean, brutal. I think Baker might have his seeing ghost moment. He might see some ghosts. He might see some ghosts out there. Baker's ghost. So those are our six uh, picks for the Femi and Ferrari football favorites and or flops, depending Mm -hmm. on how they do. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. (laughs) I look forward to seeing that. (laughs) We'll uh, we'll see what happens there. But uh, as we transition from football to football, the Seattle Sounders. Yeah. How about that? On Thursday, or was that Thursday night? That they won that? Yeah, it was Thursday, or was it Wednesday? It was, it was Wednesday. It was Tuesday. No, it was Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? It was Wednesday, yeah. It was Wednesday. Oh, because Paul worked Wednesday. He changed his life schedule for us. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, That's how he remembers. It's like, it's Wednesday, jerks. <laughs> Little Georgie had to be babysat by someone else. Take a photo of the picture so I can watch it all weekend and harass you if I'm right. <laughs> there we go. We'll make sure to get that in there. Boom, right there. Yeah, good for and you. And they, the they sa- baffle me, though. They, 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 they will stink through the season. They'll lose a bunch. And then every fall, I don't know but that's what a- Schmetzer gives them for lunch <laughs> and what type of juice boxes and orange slices they're having. They but save it for when the leaves turn brown. But <laughs> what the heck would the Brandy Chastain sports bra on Ladera? <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Are you serious? And I didn't. I, mean, I watched it. And he came. I, I was like, "What are you doing? Leave your shirt on." Because everybody was like, "Yay, yay!" Victoria's Secret with the score. Oh no! <laughs> what were you doing? It was. Uh, it was interesting. It was interesting. A heck of a goal. You're being that nice. Scored. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. that was weird. It was a great goal. <laughs> it was a heck of a goal, but yeah, that was definitely one that you look and you're just like, hmm, that's yeah. something. Because when he scored, you looked at it, what did you say? Like, it's something that's not yeah, adding so up. I, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I was in the press box, so I didn't necessarily yeah. say that out loud. Right. But I said it in my head. I would have been sure. like, Kelly Schultz, Sanders. 
<laughs> oh my gosh! Talk to the two mats with the sounders. Be like, guys, what's going on? Oh, that sounder. Yeah, it was a, a fun game, a fun yeah. win for that too. What an atmosphere that place is. You know, I, I was telling Paul a little bit about it on yeah. on match day, and you know, it's it, it. They make it feel like it's a soccer vibe. It, right. They're playing right in the Seahawks stadium, and they do their best to try to you know flip some of the uh, mm-hmm. the, the stuff around the stadium to make it look like it's a soccer stadium. And it really the the, the, the fans, the Emerald City supporters, they're they going, they're groups. going after yeah, them. Yeah, groups. like they're doing yeah. their thing, and you can just see like Jordan Morris said it after the game. He said, "This place is like a fortress." You right. know, come off time. You're yeah. not. You're, well, we feel like we can beat anybody that has to come into here. But now, LAFC won last night, so mm-hmm. they have to travel down to LA. But I mean, we talked about how they kind of struggled. They fought and clawed their way to that two seed, and now they're going up against a juggernaut in LAFC, the most points ever in a season, the most goal scored ever, right. and they just scored five last night. Yeah. So it'll be fun. The conference finals. I mean, the winner. MLS Cup final. Yeah. And, Who and knows? What, the higher seed host. Higher seed right. host. So all you need is on the other side is for Atlanta to lose to Toronto. Right. And then the winner of the West will host the MLS Cup final. Right. Can you imagine that? Yeah. MLS like, Cup final right here in Seattle. Well, especially after going to Toronto twice for it. Yeah. <laughs> if they were to have that here. Yeah. Well, I think it's easy to be a Sounders fan because 11 years in a row. Playoffs. Since, they Since their around, inception, they've been made the, they've they've gone made, to the playoffs. They're the Atlanta Braves of the 90s. Yeah, they're not going <laughs> to disappoint you. Yeah. You know, with, with all the teams that come in. And, I mean, come on, national team play for, for, for Morris and Roldan, then come in and, and get ready for the playoffs and, uh, yeah. and then play that uh, overtime match. And then, you know, three, four days later. I mean, I'm glad for them they got a little, what, a week, Tuesday yeah, night. Yeah, a little bit of a breather. A yeah. solid breather. So not a week, but, I mean, six days. It's going to feel like but, a week for those guys. Yeah, after. seriously. So... It's uh, it it's pretty cool. We'll see how we do. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Did you see now. that the guy the galaxy grabbed himself? I did. Off Zlatan. Yeah, I did and, see that. And the and the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the security guy was like mad. Did you see the video? He almost like went to hit him. And then one of the guy with the with the galaxy is like, no, 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 don't do that. Yeah. I was like, Come yeah. On, I think man. it was it was the LAFC supporters. Where I don't know if you can probably look right. it up somewhere on Google, Twitter, whatever, YouTube. Right. Uh, one of the LAFC supporters was kind of probably talking trash to sure. Zlatan as he's walking off, and he might have been his last game ever. Actually, cause right. he's thirty eight years old now. Uh, but then he kind of just grabbed himself and. Mm-hmm. Said a couple of kind parting words as he walked into the locker room. So that was intentional. But did you see the <laughs> unintentional grab that Lamar Odom had on on himself on Dancing with the Stars? I did not see that. It's quite humorous. <laughs> <laughs> do I want? Do I want Jimmy, to look that up? Jimmy Kimmel had it. It's really funny, and he's gone back to it several times the past week. And it was really funny. Oh no! He's not a small dude. No, and he's on Dancing Wait, with the what? Stars no. with all these like short people, and he decides to adjust himself in a major way with these white pants on oh boy and it was it was pretty fun <laughs> oh boy now i'm getting visuals and now i'm like i don't know if i want to even look this up or at least yeah. not on a work computer no yeah let's leave it at that well jimmy kimmel had it on our air so yeah, yeah there we go yeah, yeah. If we have abc has it then we're yeah, cleared seriously we're good <laughs> <laughs> Not sure if that's how it works, but, right. but David Muir reported it <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, so I'm flying down to Cleveland. Or sorry, not Cleveland. Jeez, I'm yeah. li- li- living in the last go couple weeks ago. Going to Cleveland again? No, we're going down to Atlanta tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm hoping to come back. With- we didn't have that many stories from the road from Cleveland. I know one of the things uh, our waitress messed up Paul's order. Sunday night when we went oh, to a, a little. Uh, I didn't hear about web- this. Yeah, she. I think Paul ordered quesadillas and she brought nachos 
Because for some oh, reason you can mix up those two. Were there tomatoes on the nachos? <laughs> there were not. Oh, Paul, were there tomatoes good. on the nachos? There were you, no tomatoes. You'd be very no upset with that. Yeah, there were no tomatoes. He said he enjoyed the nachos. Still, um, she seemed very apologetic, but I, I was just confused as to how you. First person I met that doesn't like tomatoes but likes tomato sauce. But you can't have chunky tomato sauce. It's got to be like kind of minced. Like a minced up tomato. Yeah. Wow, it's yeah. kind of bizarre. I, I, I like. <laughs> <laughs> Paul is here just furiously editing away on my preview packages here and yeah. he can hear us and uh, yeah well it's I, it's interesting what happens you know it's it, we were looking for some places to go eat and yeah. we looked up this That's other place why which the waffle house is clutch and I, we'll get to that and, I, you'll and get there late I mean it's open. you get to your car and you go I mean they're everywhere <laughs> yeah they're everywhere and, and Paul I see it up Paul's gonna dial up the GPS and goes eh, look at it and he'll say eh, we'll be there in five and a half minutes <laughs> Well, because that's that's the funny part about Cleveland is that I feel like it's it's a normal kind of town. It's not mm-hmm. like it wasn't super quiet and late at night, but usually a lot of these restaurants had turned to bars right. by the time we were looking to eat. So we went to one of the restaurants like, okay, this looks like a really cool place. Let's go there, and it's like on this alley where there's a bunch of people. Like there were a lot of Seahawks fans, a ton right. of Seahawks fans there, and they were all drinking and like, hey, Seahawks, yeah. and all Seahawks. You and yeah, we were like, we're, yeah. oh, let's go get this place. And it's like, oh, this looks like people are like drinking, drinking. Right. <laughs> and then we go, okay, let's go next door. And then that happened to us again on Sunday, which I then forgot that duh, the day after was Columbus Day, so people were acting like oh, Sunday right. was a Saturday. Saturday because the restaurant we tried to go to had all the chairs yeah. and tables pushed into the corner and it was like a bar slash club going on like mm, let's go down the street yeah. and to clarify <laughs> yeah. out, out here it's indigenous people's day it, yes they it still is that. do yes. Columbus Day on the East Coast. It, yes. It's Indigenous Peoples Day out here. So that's the day we're talking about. That is the day we're talking about. It was last Monday. <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned Atlanta, different vibe. Yeah. Uh, the Waffle House is everywhere. And those, obviously, you, you were gonna, we're, we know what we're going to get when we yeah. get there. And it's uh, that'll be pretty nice. Yeah. We, it, you, like you said, we have the menu right hanging up here in our yeah. sports office. So we I'll definitely feel free to I'll examine that. that uh, but before get a waffle. Out. Oh, for sure. I have to. Right. Yeah, and that's their signature item. Yeah, exactly, but get like three. I mean, well, obviously, we'll see how I'm feeling at the time, but I, mean, I can easily probably take down at least three. We we went to uh, Jacksonville last. Was it last year, Paul? Uh, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, I feel like Jacksonville two years ago. I feel like it's a few years ago. Two 20, years, 2017. Okay. So we got Jacks, yes. we were at SeaTac, and the pilot called in sick. Oh boy! For the flight to Atlanta. Oh. So they canceled our flight pushed us back they're trying to get somebody else we get to Atlanta late miss our connection we end up spending like close to eight to ten hours in Atlanta airport wow they finally put us on a plane to Jacksonville of which we probably could have driven by this time. <laughs> yeah at like two in the morning they put us out on the tarmac and then they de-iced the plane oh, and we're waiting and waiting and we get up the guy we never even got above the clouds he got down there pretty fast there was no air traffic at all I think we landed about 3.30, It's still dark. Yeah. Got the car. Gave the guys from Q13 a ride with us. We're, we've just been going all day. And this is the clutch that the Waffle House will have. We came around this turn. And there it was. And I said, Paul, what do you do when you see a Waffle House at 4 in the morning? He goes, you stop. <laughs> 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 so we pulled in, right, Paul? And tired as we were, we went there and then we... Yeah, and then we weren't even at the hotel that night, and then they charged us for both nights. Like wow. we didn't check into like six a.m. 
right? Kind of I mean, I guess so. It just was because then we had to sleep for a little bit. Then we went to the game. Wow. Yeah. So that was a. Luckily, it was a four o'clock game. It was four o'clock East there. Coast. That's right. So we had time. Yeah, to we sleep. actually had some time to sleep. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's yeah. That sounds pretty brutal. Anyway, so I hope your flight you got a direct one. <laughs> yeah, up and down. Well, you, you mentioned Go that. I'm like, shoot, I need to get onto the charter to the Seahawks. When yeah. did the Seahawks fly out today? Seriously, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, you guys should be good. But yeah, no, it'll be it'll be interesting. We're getting down there, uh, and it's I think we're getting down there probably a little earlier than we did for Cleveland. I'm not sure, but yeah, I think it's temperature like going through a time warp when you go that way. It is, yeah, kind it's, of both ways, but you value it more coming back this way. Oh, for sure. But down there, it's like where'd my day go? Yep, you're like, like the entire day is gone. It's yeah. pitch black. And right. what time? Like you know, it's and then when you come back though, it's like oh, yeah, it's it's, this is great. it's I have one, a whole day. It's, it's one p.m. So it'll it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. Like I said, I've never been to Atlanta, so yeah. my eyes That's will be, my eyes, eyes will be peeled and stuff yeah. like that. And who knows? I might bring back another menu. Here. They they have <laughs> a th- they have a thing there. Um, I forgot what they call it. it maybe it's called the perimeter, but it's a it's like a big circle that goes around the whole city and there was a guy that had um what is the deal with the the disease with the with the balance um i don't know if i played for the braves i some words escaped me that's old age Um, oh okay anyway he couldn't get off the exit because his bounce was all messed up and so he played for the braves it wasn't nick asaski i forgot who it was anyway you'll see that big circle go around it's a big thing goes around the whole city yeah highways it's just a big circle there we go i'm excited i'm really excited to see the stadium yeah it's yeah. nice it's, it's really it's much nicer than the georgia dome yeah it's really nice georgia dome obviously has a lot of history but it is history. i mean this yeah it is, it like it is history now have they has it in, did they demolished it yet or yeah, it's gone yeah it's gone is, yeah, it, it's is, it in, is, is it in the same spot or is this this new stadium in a different it was spot right next to it oh right next yeah to it. Okay. yeah so you see the convention center big hole in the ground <laughs> and then well, the, now it's like grass it's like a huh. field because we were down there with the huskies yeah i was about to say then, field to do stand-ups yeah exactly <laughs> and then and then you have well you, you couldn't get the angle though because oh. the stadium's here, and then you're down. low. Oh, you're down super low. Okay, and so you just be like a concrete. Yeah, map. which so. is ne- which never looks good for yeah, those of so you who might be in the business and are listening. You actually be on the Atlanta <laughs> side. There's a park, uh, where they do a lot of stuff out before the game. Okay, and you get the shot. Just Mercedes Benz Stadium right there. Nice. So that's pretty. That's where, and that's above. So you'll be above. Nice. So, so you like can actually see the stadium. Is. Yeah. So there we go. Right behind you. So awesome. That's cool. Have fun, man. Always get always get elevation when you're doing your stand-ups, kids. Yes. Always remember Don't that. Go up because then they, you know, it makes you look weird. It, so. it really does. <laughs> Have it behind you. <laughs> awesome. Well, any uh, parting thoughts before we uh, sign off on this thing? Uh, I hope you have a great weekend. And have thank lots, you. lots of fun, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say about the Waffle House. Awesome, thank you, and thank yeah. you for holding it down back here. You know, yeah, typically man. I'm more working the weekends, We're a but team. Uh, We're a team. yeah, no it'll problem. Be, it'll be fun. with the great weekend team. I'm really stoked. There we so, go. They're so cool. Weekend warriors. Let's go, Mike. Let's do it. <laughs> with that said, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review Femi and Ferrari. You can find it on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever your podcast streaming service is of choice you can probably find it there so subscribe rate and review tell your friends your family your parents your uncles your aunts the stranger that you might run into on the street tell him too so everybody (laughs) we'll see you next week